Hey, hockey fans, welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany, here at the beautiful Sunset Studio, as always, with my co host, Jesse Lucier, and our head honcho over here, the man behind all the action that happens at the studio, Mr. Paul McLean. How are you, boys? Evening, sir. How are you? Good to be back, boys. Good to be back. How as are always, you, Jess. How was your weekend, bud? It was good. It was great. Um, well, I mean, we'll get into it later, but aces are flying. You had a good Saturday night. Big Saturday night. Yeah, looking forward to talking about that. How are yep. you? How about you, Paul? You have a good weekend? I, I, yes, I had a good weekend. Had a little gig with you, sir. Yeah, we had a good Saturday as well. Felt City's buzzing. On, yeah, a bit rough on Sunday. A little dusty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss you boys a little curveball. Oh, here oh. we go. Oh, yeah, we're gonna start it off. I'm going to ask you the question. All right. Boom. You're going to give me an answer, and then I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong at the end of this segment. All or right. At the end Sounds of the show. Good. Sounds good. So, you can this is not it. planned, by the way. Well, uh, not at all. This is, this is, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I roll. Anyways, two of my favorite players, Joe Thornton and Big Z, Zdeno Chara, are each skating in their 24th career right now. 24th season? Yep. 24th career. Well, yes. usually a career equals a season, but yes, they're in their twenty fourth career. <laughs> <laughs> their twenty fourth career season, right? Okay, okay. Only three other players have done this. Yes. Who are they? So, I already know the answer to this because I've I saw this picture. Already. Okay, so Jesse, what's your? I won't give it up. Okay. What do you think? Uh, well, Gordy Howe, right? Yeah, because he played for fifty five years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he played for twenty six. 26 seasons. And it's 24 seasons? That's what Whoa. Z and Jumbo Joe are at, yeah. There's uh, some... Chelios, right? Yeah. Chelios. Yep. Good call. Tied with how? Uh, and and is it is it Patty Marlowe? Nope. Give me one more chance. I'll give you one more try. Who played forever? Uh, Yager? Is nope. it Yager? Not Yager. Ah, jeez. You know, you know the third. I know one. the answer. It's gonna be yeah. someone who played from like 1917 to 1960. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna know this guy. <laughs> no, no. Okay, give me one hint. Uh, it's a Canadian animal. A Canadian animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. yeah, the moose. moose. <laughs> well done, Jess. Oh, there goes my answering there, giving your answers at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, boys. You ruined it. Yeah. All right, listen. There you go. All Great. right. Thanks for that, Polly. Start go. us off on the, on my heels yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get you up there. Yeah. Uh, just a quick reminder to you guys, to our listeners, um, our this is going to be a bi-weekly show with Jesse and I. Uh, we'll get back to the three periods as uh, our normal uh, ep- seasonal episodes would go. The first period will all be about the NHL. Second period, we'll talk local hockey with our insider here, Jesse Lucier. <laughs> and uh, third period, we've got audio questions and uh, writing questions from our listeners. And, of course, story time from Uncle Paul. Can't wait for that. So how about we kick off the NHL season here? Uh, let's kick off the first period tonight. Our first period is brought to you, as always, by the China Hockey Group. Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-focused group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives. They focus on the growth of hockey in Hong Kong and southern China, as well as the development of student-athletes, where sporting goals are achieved alongside educational pursuits. The CHG is comprised of a number of hockey programs, 
Established in 2011, the CIHL is Hong Kong's elite adult hockey league. The Junior Tigers program is Hong Kong's premier youth hockey organization, featuring the Scotia Bank Island League and Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs. The SCIHL is an adult league for those seeking a more recreational experience. In addition, the CHG showroom is the exclusive reseller of Bauer Warrior hockey equipment and offers services including skate sharpening and fittings. For more information and links to their social media sites, go visit ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. All right, Jess, uh, one of our newest sponsors sponsors our first segment of the week. Why don't you kick us off with the Found Feel Good Story of the Week? Yes, uh, I'm excited about this, the Found Feel Good Story. So this is brought to you by Found. Uh, as Asia's first CBD concept store and cafe, Found is on a mission to bring the life-changing benefits of cannabinoids back to the region. From its flagship store tucked away in the leafy, quiet Shengwan neighborhood and convenient online store, Found provides a relaxing and supportive environment to discover the benefits of CBD and CBG through a selection of infused F&B items and retail products. So, the found feel-good story of the week. Uh, I'm sure, you know, listeners who are dialed in, uh, but maybe they didn't catch this one. I thought this is great. Last week, the AHL had a first, breaking barriers in hockey. Katie Gay, a female referee, made her debut head refing in the AHL. Uh, I don't even know which game it was, but yeah. um, she's the first one to ever do it. Um, and I didn't know this, but the AHL is actually set to have 10 females make yeah. their debut. So I just thought that was incredible to see. Um, you know, she's she's a, a player herself, former captain of Brown University, D1. And Katie Gay, true pro. You know, she's done eight double IHF tournaments. Yeah, she's wrapped a lot around oh, yeah. the world. She knows right? what she's doing. Yeah. I think it's great to see. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Really good story. Um, and it's about time. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of great uh, female players and, and officials out there. And, of yep. course, now we've got a lot of commentators and, and analysts. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. You see the NFL doing it, yep. uh, NBA, and it's, you know, I think it's only a matter of time before the NHL steps in. Yeah. It's great to see. Yeah, so they're just one step off now, so it won't, won't be long before we see uh, yeah. our first so NHL to, officials. Yeah, so congrats to Katie and the rest of the referees. I'm sure it wasn't easy to get to this stage. I'm sure there was a yeah. lot of hardships, but it's awesome to see. Yeah, and uh, thanks to our sponsors at Found, what is it, Found HK? Oh yeah, found.hk. Go check them out. Yeah, so uh, if you if you uh, mention if you go into any of their locations, you can also get a discount uh, cool. by mentioning the, mention the podcast. And thanks to Ben Watson for uh, helping hook up the newest sponsor there. All right, we'll move on uh, to our second segment of the week here, Jess. This is the Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery Spill of the Week. So, <laughs> couple uh, spills Eddie, of Paul this weekend, yeah. Paul. Right, Paul? So, how do you? <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but when I spill a beer, I feel pretty disappointed. Of course, in in myself, in yeah. general. So, this will be a segment about a disappointing story that's happened in the last couple of weeks. So, for this week, my disappointing story of the week and the spill of the week goes to the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Uh, just a terrible start to their season. Um, I was pretty hyped up for this team. Uh, Flowers struggling. Uh, they've given up the most goals in the league right now, 27 goals. Ugly. Six straight losses. Um, I expected a lot more from these guys, especially defensively. Like, It looked like they shored up their D a little bit, bringing in uh, a couple big names and the Flower. And 
all of a sudden they're getting lit up here on a regular basis. Yeah, and not great. COVID hit them this weekend. Patty Kane's out now. Yeah, they like four guys out with COVID protocol, yeah. and they got spanked by the Red Wings. Tough, um, tough start for a team that I think a lot of people were excited about. Big time, big time. They're giving up almost five goals a game. I yeah. mean, maybe yeah. they got to lay off the yard lease. <laughs> yeah. Pre-game. I'll, I'll get better at the They didn't spill enough. They didn't spill enough. I'll get better at the ads. They, get, they didn't spill enough Yardleys this weekend. Yep. Uh, they got it all in them. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, that's my disappointing start. And I mean, uh, it was a toss-up between them and the Habs, Paul. I was going to say. I can see you getting close to your mic over there. twitching. Yeah, I can see you getting closer to the mic. Look at the standings. Look yeah. at the standings. You guys yeah. got one win. They got an overtime. Yeah. yeah. That's And other than that, it's pretty much. Yeah, pretty disappointed in the Habs as well. Couple, um, couple spills around the NHL, yeah. I think, so far. I think I noticed that Connor McDavid has a combined uh, total uh, equals, well, no, it's more yeah. than everyone on the Hebs. <laughs> combined. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's off to a pretty good start. He's doing I pretty mean, good. No surprises. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to our uh, next segment of the week. This week we have, what do you got for the sleeper of the week this week, Oh, yes. Jess? So another segment, uh, the sleeper of the week. This is something we came up with. Uh, in our brain trust here. So the sleeper, it's, we're going to you know, focus on a story, whether it's uh, you know, a, a player or a team that we think maybe people are sleeping on um, that we think is important to highlight that might not usually get the rounds, or if a team is just completely asleep at the wheel. <laughs> Here's where we talk about that. Beautiful. So uh, this week, um, or this episode, I want to highlight my sleeper of the week. And this is a team that um, I was all over at the the our kind of season preview show, the San Jose Sharks. You know, opposite to the Chicago Blackhawks, the San Jose Sharks have come out of the gate absolutely flying, looking like the team you know that that went to the Cup final a few years ago, mm. beating teams. I mean, they came through the Canadian division, absolutely mobbed everybody. Yeah, three in a row through Canada, smacked everyone. Um, I mean, they lost today to the Bruins, but. Uh, you know, I think they've had some guys who've really stepped up and guys who've surprised me. I mean, you know, Logan Couture, obviously he's a great player, but, you know, eight points already through five games. Timo Meyer is doing great, but probably the biggest surprise and the nice surprise is Eric Carlson. Mm -hmm. Eric Carlson looks phenomenal, scoring nice goals. Yeah. Yeah, it looks great. So, um, yeah, I, I think I was sleeping on him <laughs> for big, sure. Big time. And, uh, yeah. you know, early, I mean, it's still early, but, uh, the, I mean, the way this team's playing... Uh, if I could go back, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I would change. My... Maybe they'd be up the standings a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I feel the same way about Pittsburgh. I was pretty hard on them in the preview show. And they're, they're the best pretty... team in the universe. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're looking yeah. pretty good right yeah. now. Yeah. Mo Look, most of our picks are in the complete toilet. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but yeah. It's Clearly still early, Jess. It's about. early in the season. <laughs> All the teams I said that weren't going to do well are now uh, first. And Vegas, the teams last place Vegas, in the division. Last. Yeah. Buffalo, second. <laughs> yeah. I gave him an F. <laughs> yeah, they, so They're on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeper of the week is uh, the Sharks. I was yeah. sleeping on them, and man, the Sharks are eating. Well, right let's now. see. Let's see how they do. Yep. They can keep this up. Uh, it is pretty nice to see. They're not giving up much. Nope. Um, nope. They're very stingy defensively right now, which is good to see. It's great. All right, and our final segment here is the Big Bite of the Week, brought to you by the Big Bite Restaurant. Folks, if you're in Hong Kong and you got a hankering for some good wings or maybe even a poutine. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Or, or a milkshake, a steak. This place got it all. Uh, they, they always serve 100% Canadian sirloin beef. 
Um, they have wing night uh, twice a week. They have different locations in the city. In North Point, they have wing night on Tuesdays. And in Saiwan, they have wing night on Wednesdays. And if you guys haven't been to Thursday night steak night, highly recommend. $100 steak. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Made for just our for Canadian you. listeners, though. Made that's, just for you. For our Canadian listeners, though, that's... You know. That's like twelve bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no math guy, but yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not, we're not, no, no, no finance guys here. <laughs> no one go with numbers. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, thanks to the Big Bite for uh, being here. As always, uh, they've supported us over the years with a lot of great stuff. So thanks to the Big Bite. So this week's Big Bite story of the week, I have to mention the NHL on TNT's panel of analysts now. I don't know about you guys, but it was pretty weird watching <laughs> that first intermission with Gretz sitting beside Biz, and then uh, they got Liam in the middle, and then Anson Carter to the right, and Rick Tockett. Yeah, what, so, a, what, a what is bag. going on in the world? <laughs> I saw a clip where uh, you know the great one was shooting on Barkley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Uh, I was so confused. First of all. There's no bigger Gretzky fan in the world than me. Right. But what are you doing, Gretz? <laughs> what are you doing yeah, right I now mean, look, on TNT doing it, doing yeah. analysis between periods? Yeah. Uh, it just seems so weird. Yeah. And of course, he's sitting beside Paul Bizonette, who's, you know, he's working his way up the ranks. He's, he he's, might be one of hockey's most recognizable people. He is. Right now. He's a good, colorful guy, right? Yeah. So he gets, he's got a good name for himself when it comes to that. But it's yeah. just so strange yeah. to see those two guys sitting beside each other. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, when I look at Gretzky, you know, I think for the generation that didn't get to watch him play, we really didn't know who this guy was except yeah. for just in stories when people like, w- just like get a tear in their eye talking about just how great he was. Yeah. So he kind of just went away. I think the only time I really remember him being in the spotlight was uh, when he was part of the Olympic team and I think it was Salt Lake City. I think he was part of the selection team. Yeah. Um, but that was really all of our experience. And now all of a sudden he's just back there and he's, you know, he's obviously pretty new to this and he yeah. doesn't look like the, you know, the most comfortable guy on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, <laughs> I know? know, I get it. But it's, it, the, the whole thing for me, it's like he needs to be involved in hockey still somehow, sure. right? And sure. he's, he's coached. Yeah. He went from like never coaching to coaching in the NHL. Yeah. So like that's not a hard, th- or not an easy thing to do. So, he did this guy that. can just do whatever then he wants. Then he's going to be he's going to be like some executive of the Oilers for a few years, yeah. and you know, try and help them build a team. And now he's going to try being an analyst. On, that guy does what he wants in the NHL. I know, he's like, just, you know what? I want to get back involved. They're like, you, you can be the quid pro quo, uh, quid pro quo president of the Oilers, whatever his role was. Yeah, they probably gave him the biggest office in the rink. And then he's like, you know what? I want to change it up. I want to go on TV. Boom. <laughs> yeah. New TV deal. Yeah. ESPN's like, yeah, we're in. Well, all of a sudden, TNT's TNT. looking for a new... They're the new, they're the new NBC, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, just a really strange scene. I don't know how our <laughs> listeners... Uh, if you have any comments on this, I'd love to hear your opinions on what... I mean, it's, it's great to hear what Gretzky's thoughts are on a game, but uh, yeah, I don't know about this one. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it... Uh what plays out. Yeah, exactly. All right, so a few other stories from around the league, Jess. A couple sad ones. Um, Mike Bossy, the great Mike Bossy, diagnosed with lung cancer. So our thoughts are with him yes. and his family, of yes. course, at this time. Another, you know, fan favorite. Just yeah. ask anyone who's, you know, kind of in that generation. Uh, they'll all say, what was it, nine straight 50-goal years? Yeah, Crazy. one of the best. Crazy. 
Um, another sad note, Kucherov seems like he's out for a while. Oh, man. What a, I, it's bad timing for the, you know, the Lightning, I think, with, you know, what happened last year. But, yeah. I mean, look, the league's a worse place without that guy. And Absolutely. he's not coming back anytime soon. So it's, you know, I, I was reading today that, you know, Cooper was talking about him, saying how hard he worked to kind of get over that injury and yeah. come back. And, man, it's tough. And, and you can bet that he doesn't want to be sitting at home not playing, you know. So Absolutely it sucks not. for the league, for sure. It certainly does, yeah. And um, they're not saying, they're pretty hush-hush about it. Yeah. It's not season-ending, but that's all we know, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll come back and lead the league and playoffs scoring again. Just maybe like the last they'll just two years. hang up his salary cap so they can squeak <laughs> by, bring in a couple more guys at the deadline. They'll go and get Eichel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. may do that. Yeah. Um, how about the Evander Kane suspension? 21 games. This guy just can't do anything right. Yeah. I mean, look, the NHL has always been pretty tough, on, I think, on guys who, I mean, I don't know what's going on internally. You know, I think it was what the gambling thing. Yeah, in which he cleared that. They yeah. cleared him. They cleared him of any wrongdoings. Yeah. Like he, he admittedly had a gambling problem. Yeah. Uh, apparently, lost a lot of money a couple of yeah. nights down in Vegas. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they cleared him of that of like any charges or any like suspicion of getting yeah. on his own games and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden, he breaks protocol, COVID yeah. protocol, and gets a twenty-one game suspension. I mean, that's like, you know, that's a quarter back. of the season, man. I know. And for your listeners who might not know this, when you get suspended, your your salary, you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. So that's a quarter of his salary now gone. Can't pay those debts. And, you know, it, <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get at the table. You know? Johnny no, Mobster's I mean, going to be knocking at the door looking for I mean, a look, you know, he's an incredible player. He always has been. I mean, I remember yeah. him in World Juniors, and he's, you know, it's just, it seems like everywhere he's been. Just keeps stabbing himself right? in the foot, right? And it is too bad. I mean, you know, if there's something going on, I hope, I hope like you can sort it out. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, not great. It's just been disappointment after disappointment. The pl- like all the, all the suspensions. At some that. point, even if it's controlled or uncontrolled, the NHL moves on. I think maybe the NHL is maybe the, after the NFL, but. Is pretty ruthless when it comes to this stuff. Absolutely. Like, if you're yeah. too much of a sideshow, you're out. Yeah, that's true. Like Don Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's how it goes nowadays. Yeah. Uh, what else is, uh, before we move on from our NHL chats here, Jess, what's, uh, what's surprised you so far in the season? I mean, look, I think we do have to talk about the Oilers. Yeah. 5-0? and 5-0. and Just terrorizing teams. Yeah. No surprises, but McDavid won in points. Who's two? Dry sidle. Yeah. McDavid, their power play is fifty percent right now. Yeah, fifty percent. Incredible. You know what's what's actually interesting to me is I haven't seen this in a long time, but the way they structure their power play, they'll they'll do like what an umbrella, you yeah. know. So for your listeners who might not know what an umbrella is, basically you have a defenseman who's at the blue line in the middle, mm-hmm. and you got your two wingers who are kind of at the top of the circles on each side, and then you you have a, a person in front of the net who's a high man right now. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe Nugent Hopkins will kind of float around the goal line. So if you think about it, it's you know it's an umbrella, right? Mm-hmm. So usually those guys on the half wall, which in this case is McDavid and Drysaitel, are stationary. Like if you look at Ovechkin, right? He doesn't yeah. move. But if you watch their power play, every time the puck is at that blue line, the two wingers, especially McDavid. But they'll come way Keep up high to back. the blue line, yeah. and they'll almost come in like it's like a breakout. Yeah, and then they attack, and then 
what that does is it forces the defenders, the, the box, to move. Mm -hmm. So then all of a sudden, once it's moving and you get ultra talent like that, someone's going to be open. Yeah. Whether it's Hyman just tapping it in front or dry side all of a sudden wide open and he's mm -hmm. not going to miss. And they're just, it's so much constant movement. So, yeah. I mean, they've scored 50% of the power plays. It's nuts. And I think, you know, McDavid's got, what, 13 points? It's funny you mention that because I did notice that the, at the other game, uh, maybe a couple of days ago. Because yeah. um, I noticed... McDavid dish it back to the point, and as soon as he did, he followed his pass. Yeah, kind of followed it and then curled towards the boards. Yeah. And, and the defenseman just, will drag. So he's and drag. attacking with speed on the power play yeah, inside the blue line. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, if everyone's standing still, yeah, and that guy's full it's speed. It's brilliant. Yeah, and he I don't only know needs how you can two, stop it. He only needs two steps. Yeah, and he's gone. But teams will adjust. I mean, teams are smart; they'll adjust to it. Of course, and they're going to have to, or it's going to be an all-you-can-eat buffet for McDavid and Drysaddle this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it seem, it seemingly is yeah. at this point. Yeah, so they're off to an incredible start, which yeah. is good to see. No surprise with the Florida Panthers; they're they're off to a great start. I'm on start the Panthers, well. man. Me too. I'm, I'm with on you. the Panthers hard. I'm on the train with you, bud. Yeah, I like the Panthers a lot. It's good to see they're healthy. I can hope. I hope they can remain healthy. Yeah. But yeah, off to leading the division. Um, you know, I I think the other surprise as well. We mentioned it before. Mm -hmm. It's got to be the Penguins, right? Yeah. I mean, I was really down on the Penguins, especially for uh. the first. Here we were sitting. Them I don't even. I never even heard of this guy. And yeah. then they're mobbing everybody. I know it's it's pretty incredible. They've yeah. been really stingy defensively as well. Yeah. Only twelve goals against in five games. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean they're playing a really good system, obviously, yeah. and uh, the whole team is bought in early. They just because, kicked the heck out of the the buds. You know, it could have. When I was talking about this, I thought they were going to get off to a really slow start without their stars. But sometimes that motivates guys, you know, yeah. and they're like, we got to get through the first 10 games of the season without Sid. Yeah. Or and you think about it, too, man. There's some guys that when those guys are in the lineup might be third, fourth line. All mm -hmm. of a sudden now you're playing first line minutes and you want yeah. to show yeah. that you're that kind of guy. So, yeah, good and for I them. I mean, he... it's a well-coached bunch, veteran bunch. Of course. But, you know, Latang's out, too. and shocking to me yeah that one stung the leafs but yeah. we're not going there yet and the st louis blues i will mention those guys quickly yep. they're four and oh yep. i was i'm not surprised that they're uh doing well but four and oh is a pretty good start in that division yeah yeah great division i mean look that, that we talked about it um but you know the blues what are they two years three years from a cup mm -hmm. uh it's just a tough team to play against and i think last year they had a bit of a disappointing season um man that the that division is full of team with men, you know, like yeah. that is a heavy division. I watched, uh, I watched, um, Colorado play Tampa and it was just like, you know, Tampa is kind of that type of team too, where they have that kind of big body team. But, mm -hmm. you know, every team in, in that division, in the central division is just, God, it would be tough to play. And every oh, night you're going to need some, uh, found. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the roll on. Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to get that stuff to you, Jess, see how it works. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else you want to mention before we move on? Uh, the other thing I'll say is uh, the kids are all right in Anaheim right now. Yes. You know, Jamie Drysdale good. looks really good. Um, you know, a bit better, actually, than I thought. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, Zgras, right? Um, again, Com I, Max Comtois as well, looking yeah, good. I think it's exciting for them. I, I know... Uh, you know, a lot of hockey fans are, are usually focused on the Atlantic and kind of the Eastern Conference. But, you know, I think keep your eye on some of these kids. Um, you know, I like, I really like Drysdale and Anaheim, man. And he's been, I mean, he's minus six already. <laughs> but that's what's going to happen with a young D-man, yeah, you know. For it's sure. going to happen. 
All right, I'm going to finish off the period. I got a trivia question for you and Paul. Done. Uh, kind of a little teaser uh, for a question we have coming later in the show. But do you guys happen to know who the first American team to win the Stanley Cup was? Jeez. Crackets. Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about this here, because like, are we talking Silver Seven days, like Ottawa's Silver Seven? We're talking the first Stanley Cup. This could be any time the Stanley Cup has ever been won. It's got to be the original first, six, right? Who was the first American team? Maybe original six, and I'm going to go with the Rangers. No. Is it a team that like doesn't exist anymore? <laughs> yeah. Like we'll get to it. Seattle. All right, there's your South teaser. Stars. There's your teaser, folks. <laughs> exactly right. You're gonna have to listen to the rest of this episode to get the answer later so on. How do I skip ahead? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that's it for tonight's first period. Tonight's second period is brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. When we're not talking about hockey on across the pond, we're usually listening to music. And after the number of hours our headphones spend on our sweaty ear holes, they usually need a little bit of TLC. Luckily, our buddy Brandon from Accessory House Global is there to help. If you're in need of replacement cables, ear pads, or heck, even a brand new carrying case, this is the one-stop shop you need to visit. Check them out on Instagram at TheRealAHG or visit their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. You can even get a 20% discount on your first purchase by typing in AHG20 off. Tell them across the pond sent ya. All right, Jess, uh, let's fill in our listeners on what's going on with the CIHL, Hong Kong's elite hockey league, adult full contact hockey league. Uh, Jess, you happen to be uh, a star in this league yourself. Um, the league's three games in. Uh, no surprise that you guys and the tycoons are at the top of the of the standings right now. Yep. Um, the Sharks are are, in are one and two at this point, and the Warriors are off to the Cowan Warriors off to a slow start. Can you explain what's going on? Give me a give me a brief summary of what's going on in the league right now. Well, uh, I think first with the Warriors, that you know they're they're missing some guys. Mm -hmm. uh, guys have been traveling, locked up in uh, quarantine, um, and. Yeah, I think just with some timings with some guys, unfortunately, they've a, a few of their games they've been missing bodies. So yeah. I think you know they can play, and then but eventually when you're playing with you know shorter numbers, you're going to run out of gas, and I think mm -hmm. that's when teams really can take advantage. So right, um, which you guys did last night apparently, or sorry Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we seem to get rolling early and often. Yeah. <laughs> so the final score uh, this most recent weekend. Uh, you guys won 9-3 game one. Yeah. And you and Witt had big games, I saw. Yes. Witt, five goals, two assists. Whitney Olsen, congrats, buddy. Great game. Yeah. Um, and uh, you were the, the game's first star, Jess, with uh, two goals and five assists. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> seemed like uh, everything yeah. was going in. You guys uh, were buzzing. It's one of those nights, man. Things just work out. I've had plenty of nights the other way. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, more points, I think, than I had in a full college season. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you said, um, a, an undermanned Calhoun Warriors. Yeah. I'm looking forward to those guys. Getting getting some bodies yeah, back, and yeah. they'll be a competitive team, Tough I'm team sure. To play against, yeah. By the time uh, midseason yeah. mark hits, yeah. uh, in the late game last night, the Tycoons took down the Sharks seven four. Yeah, uh, looks like Nico Weberg showed up. Yeah, uh, this season it's game back, number Nico. one. He Former had a six, first overall pick. Yeah, he had a six point game. <laughs> yeah, 
And Jimmy Fanstone was the second star with a hat trick and yes. a couple helpers. Yeah. Big game for Jimmy. And Emerson uh, was third star. Emerson Kung. He played great. Goalie for the Tycoons with 35 saves. He played great. You um, know, it, that was an exciting game. I think it's closer than, than closer the score than seven, says. Four. Yeah, yeah. It was right down on the wire. And I think the uh, Tycoons got a couple late ones. But. Yeah. Schick to scored a couple in the third period. Oh, uh, yeah. Attacked him on late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so the parity in the league this year, are you expecting it to be where it was the last couple of seasons? Um, look, I think the Sharks uh, are, are playing, are, are going to be better. Yeah. I think, again, they were a bit short staffed. They've got a great goalie, the new intern. Shout out Avery. Yep. Um, if you see Avery around the town, ask him about my first shot ever on him. Just ask him <laughs> about it. Uh, but uh, they'll be great. And once they get a few bodies back, I think it, right now it's just a, a bit of a weird time with all the travel and COVID restrictions yeah. in Hong Kong. You know, the three-week lockup, it's, it's, uh, it's a bit tough. But, no, I don't know. I mean, the Tycoons are a great team. I still think they're going to be the team to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've got a few guys missing now, too. So we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to, um, you know, obviously following the season. But the Saturday night games in DB, how's it going over so far? We've got some fans in the ring. Yeah. It's the atmosphere has been nice. It's been good. I yeah. mean, it's a great facility. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the whole area, you know, for, for the listeners who aren't familiar with Hong Kong. So it's, it's on its own island where you got to take a ferry out to it. And uh, the rink's right off this island, and it's almost like a little resort vacation town of some sense where mm-hmm. it's kind of this middle section, and there's all these bars and pubs, and I think uh, it was packed. I like to think it was for the CHL game, but you yeah. know, I think Cricket World Cup was starting, so <laughs> the place was humming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of fans in the building. Um, you know, I think they were chanting Whitney Olsen's name halfway through the Who game. They? You must have loved that. Five goals, and... Um, so yeah, no, it, it's fun, man. Uh, yeah. It's fun being out there. It's a great rink, great facility. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a, the whole league is a great group of guys. Yeah, it's been, it's been it's pretty smooth fun. so far. I mean, they're doing a great job as a new, op- a new facility, yeah. a total new operation in the city. Yeah. Um, things are pretty smooth out there oh, yeah. uh, every night of the week with yeah. the game. So it's been great. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the DB rink for doing a great job. Yeah. So quick look at the uh, stats I like to uh, shout out here. Uh, well, of course, Whitney Olsen's got 17 points in three games. <laughs> He's got 12 yeah. goals, Jess. Feed Wit the puck. Just give him the puck. Yeah. He's just burying everything yeah. right now. You don't fix what's not broken. Yeah. It's automatic and right now. Jimmy Fanstone is in second place with 13 points in Off three to games. A great start. And then you're sitting in a tie for third with uh, nine points in two games. Quick start for you, bud. And uh, you're tied with Jordan So. And a uh, new guy to your team, Yosef. Yes. Uh, nice piece. Yeah. That's kind of the, uh, I think all three of us had, were, were in on each other's goals. Yeah. Um, no, it's fun. He's, he's a great player, great addition, great addition for the league. Um, I don't know if he was away from Hong Kong. I don't really know his story, but. No, it's great to have him back. Yeah, he's a good player. And Whitney, of course, puts him on his line, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) No question. All right, folks. So the next two weeks, there's no games, unfortunately. Um, So they'll be back on November 13th, Saturday, November 13th at Discovery Bay Ice Rink. So check out uh, Hong Kong's Elite Hockey League if you're around. Check it out. 7.30 start. Get your tickets early. (laughs) Get your tickets early. (laughs) That's right. All right, that's it for tonight's second period. Tonight's third period is brought to you by Wheel Hub Asia. Wheel Hub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. 
They've just started a new program called Three Inline, which is Hong Kong's first three-on-three inline hockey league. Wheel Hub Asia stands for professionalism and collaboration. For inline hockey players, by inline hockey players. For all your inline hockey needs, head to their website at wheelhubasia.com. All right, Paul, uh, you ready to kick off a few audio questions here for us? We got a, a few doozies coming in here from our listeners, Jess. Boom. Oh, of course, of course. Global of course. audience. That's right. We uh, got some, we got, we got the map covered here. Yep. Uh, we got the map. We got the, uh, a familiar voice. Let me see if I can work this out where you guys can hear uh, one of my favorite guys ask a question. <laughs> Give me two seconds here. I think it's going to be roughly around this point of the show. Three, two, one, go. Hey, Chris and Jesse. Just wondering, um, with the Leafs' slow start to the season, if it continues, who do you think is going to get most of the blame there in uh, Leafland? Is it going to be the, the coach, the GM, or some of the star players? Thanks. The great John Schichter. Johnny Schichter. Ah, yeah. CIHL legend. <laughs> Most hated and loved guy in the whole league. Yeah. Everyone wants him on their team. Everyone wants Nobody him. Nobody wants to play Nobody. against Johnny. Works too hard. He's too good. Too good. Yeah. yeah. So, Jess, as a Leafs fan, I'll let you take the reins on this one. Uh, what do you think's happening right now? A little bit of a slow start. Yeah, no kidding. A slow start. And I mean, we go back to the, the beginning, our preview. Coming into this season... I, I don't think I've seen this amount of pressure on this team. And yeah. I mean, look, it's only been what, four or five games, but clearly not living up to, you know, or, or being able to come out of that pressure. I mean, you know, first and foremost, I mean, Matthews was hurt. He, he's only played three games, he got no points. Yeah. Marner, one point in six games, you know. Um, you know, I, again, and I think the tension is still up from last year. So, I can't imagine being in that locker room right now. It's probably like every game is just like the end of the world, which is a disaster for a team, right? Like you can't have that. So, and it's just, I feel bad for those guys because, you know, it's all over the news right now. You know, or not Nylander, uh, you know, Marner, these guys are all over him going back to last season and now obviously off to a slow start. But look, you know, I think the issue with this team is their depth, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, I say that, but even though their top guys don't have any points, but... They just they can't match the depth and of other teams. Um, you know they're very top heavy, and if those guys aren't producing at an insane clip, they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. And right now they're not producing, and that's why they're not winning. So, to answer my good buddy Shika's question, I think the first guy who's going to be thrown under the bus, no question, is is Marner. Right? Yeah. It's got to be Marner. I think he's already been thrown under the bus. Um, but yeah, I think going back again, if this doesn't turn around. You know, if they have a season where, like, God forbid they miss the playoffs, I seriously think the top brass is going to be shifted out. And I'm talking Shanahan. I'm talking Dubis. Yeah. Like, I think it might be, a, cl- a you know, clear the house. Um, the the one bright spot, I think, is that second line. You know, we, I'm, I'm really liking Nylander's game. He just, he looks unbelievable this year. He's leading the team in points right now, but... Um, you know, you can't have your, your guys who are getting paid virtually a third of your yeah. salary not doing anything. Yep. And it'll be interesting to see how long the Richie experiment lasts. No On points. Top line, yeah. The whole line's not performing. Yeah. 
you know, Hyman's doing incredible things. I mean, doesn't look good right now. <laughs> I know. Doesn't look good in Leafland, you know, and it, it sucks. I judge a lot by teams like the body language you, you see on some of these guys. And when you watch Austin Matthews, it's just disappointing to watch his body language. is so bad. Mm. Every mistake he makes, it's just the shoulders are down. He's slowly going to the bench. You know, he's banging his stick. It's mm. just, I think you're right. There's a lot of pressure on these guys. And when they're yeah. not performing and scoring... They got to find other ways to, to contribute to wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's what good teams do. Yep. Um, so it seems to me like when these guys aren't scoring, they're not able to contribute. I mean, they started off the year two and one. They, yep. won, they won two close games and they lost a close one to Ottawa. Um, and then they lost that squeaker to the Rangers. And yep. then they got outplayed by the Sharks badly, who've yep. been outplaying everybody. Yeah. And then that game against Pittsburgh was just, just a, a, a whitewash. Real bad. Yeah, that was not a good game. So. Yeah. But that, look, it's early, man. It's it very is early. still early. I mean, yeah, we're we're really picking at straws here. Sure, sure. But again, this is what th- we all knew this was going to happen. Like this is the the things are dialed up to eleven right now in Toronto, yeah. and it, it's not going to change this year. So, uh, I think one bad shift, two bad shifts, it's going to be the headlines for Marner. You know, Nylander mm-hmm. turns a puck over, boom, he's going to be on the cover. I mean, yeah. it's unfortunate, but that that's what this market does and mm-hmm. um you know i th- yeah like we said like the you gotta win leafs like this is it man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fans are just gonna riot man. like it's, it's come on boys come yeah. on so i uh, i think you're right i think it's the guys that need to produce aren't producing yeah. i don't think this is a blame the coach situation no. um but yeah if things don't switch uh Soon they'll uh, there'll be something happening in Toronto yeah. because they're like you said there's a lot of tension right now. There. Yeah. All right, Polly. Uh, what else Great do you got question, there Johnny. for us? Yeah. Thanks, Shikter. You'll be going in the draw for this month's cross the pond prize package. Oh. Anyone who writes or calls in uh, will be entered into the lucky draw. Oh God. And what's uh, what's uh, what's the prize? Well, the pack the prize package will consist of our new merchandise, Paul, which we haven't revealed yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's coming soon, folks. <laughs> Empty promises, Johnny. Yeah. Empty promises. Supply chain issues. Supply chain issues. There'll going be on. some things. There'll Holy. be some things. It'll be an awesome <laughs> prize package. I guarantee you that. <laughs> All right. So let's go on with the next question. Here we All go. Right. This guy's named Andrew. Hey guys, at Across the Pond, it's Andrew Work here from the champions of the best team name at the ATP Trivia Night. Famous team, of course, named Phil McCracken. Uh, and so I got a Kraken-related question for you. Alberta's got Edmonton and Calgary, but Vancouver's always kind of been on its own out in the coast. I think they're trying to get a rivalry going between Seattle and Vancouver. People go back and forth. The games would be ideal. But are people really buying into it? Do we need to see some blood on the ice before we get an honest-to-God rivalry or even some grudges going? Uh, let me know what's uh, the situation on the ground in Vancouver and Seattle. Thanks, guys. It's a great question. I love it. Jess. Thank you, Phil McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Andrew Work, folks. We call him Mr. Canada in this city. He's got his fingers in every cookie jar that's in the city. And, uh, yeah, just a great advocate great for question. everything yeah. Canada. I've actually seen him at a punk gig lately. Oh. Yeah, I was playing a punk show the other night. Yeah. And he was in the front row. I bet he was. He was. He was loving it. <laughs> awesome. So, so was everyone else. Andrew Work, uh, great fellow. Thanks for the question. Great question as well. Great Jess, question. Uh, you've played in a few rivalries. Yep. Uh, take us back to your days playing for the Mooseheads. Yeah, uh, you're uh, in province rival Cape Breton Eagles. What was uh, what was it like playing against uh, a rival like that? And what are your thoughts on rivalries? Yeah, general? rivalries are, are great for the sport. Yeah. I mean, they're just, you know, when you're playing against a team for us, it was, you know, it was we had Moncton, we had Cape Breton, 
Um, you know, when when you're playing against that team, you just you hit just a little bit harder. You right. skate just a little bit harder. You yeah. know, you you know, usually you get you know a split second or two to you know to throw a hit once the puck's gone. You'll wait that little extra, you know, to and and then you can just feel it in the rink, you know, yeah. there's like that vibe in the arena. So yeah, it's great for um the you know, the sport across all sports really, but yeah, you know, hockey too. But it, no, it's a great question. Uh and and these things don't happen overnight, right? Like rivalries don't just happen. And and it can be at different eras where rivalries I mean, obviously we have some historic ones, but yeah. you know, it's been a while since you know the Bruins and Habs have really had that kind of rivalry, right? I don't think it takes much though. Like it really doesn't take much. I remember we had a, um, you know, uh, we played Valdor in the conference final, mm-hmm. and uh, I think even after like one game in the conference final, we became huge rivals. Like it was crazy. So, no, I think it's a great question, and and I think just geography, you know, geographically, ge- geographically, <laughs> <laughs> geographically, cannabinoids, cannabinoids. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nailed it. Yeah. So it'll be great for those two teams because I mean you yeah. can drive basically to both markets, yeah. um, but I think it all it takes all it takes is you know you look at Vancouver and Chicago they were never rivals what happens they play each other in the playoffs yeah big series right Chicago wins big series again Chicago beats them again boom and then that incredible call remember when Burroughs slayed the dragon remember That's that right. incredible call yeah so all it takes is maybe a playoff series or a couple you know. Because I guess you a know home and home that goes. That's right. Get, and to his point, it. right? Like yeah. to Andrew's point, you know, all it takes is maybe one fist of cuffs to go. I mean, look, Calgary and Edmonton was almost nothing last year. They had that Donnybrook, and now no one misses a game they play against each other. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, it'd be great. And I think, but it is going to take kind of who's going to cross the line, who's going to step over, who's going to do kind of that first thing. And I mean, it right. helps when both teams are are, are good. Yeah. Um, you know, cracking off to a bit of a slow start, but. Um, yeah, I could see it happening. But I think r- the best rivalries are always made in the playoffs. Yeah. They're All always right. made in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm going to drop a little history on you here. Let's hear it. So, the first American yeah, team to yeah. win the Stanley Cup? Oh, yeah. yeah. Seattle. The Seattle Metropolitans. Yeah. I didn't exactly. even know yeah. that was a team. <laughs> exactly. So, there you go. Metros. You learn something new every day, boys. Seattle Metros. So, it was 1917. Johnny Google over there. Yeah. And they beat the Montreal Canadiens. But this was back when the this the league was called the Canadians the P- weren't trying the, P- yeah, yeah. the the PCHA the Pacific Coast Hockey Association okay. they were able to challenge for the Stanley Cup right um, so it was 1917 and then they they might have won it again in in 1919 they said but it was canceled due to Spanish flu Jeez. so now the Kraken is starting right after another global pandemic Whoa. which is kind of crazy. Um, and also, um, to get to those finals, the Metropolitans had to go through the Vancouver Millionaires, who won the Stanley Cup in 1915 and took P- uh, six PCHA titles in 10 years. So they were a wagon. So they had a rivalry already with the Seattle franchise. So this is kind of the rebirth wow. of the rivalry between the Vancouver franchise and the Seattle franchise. The Seattle Metro. The, the, imagine the Seattle that. They Metropolitans wear a millionaire's jersey and Metro's jersey. And the jerseys. Vancouver Millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> There wow, you, you guys it. are just throwing trivia as left, right, and there center. You this is it. Awesome. There you have it. So this, Andrew, great question, and this apparently is the rebirth of a rivalry. Yep. And like Jesse said, I do agree. It's going to take a little bit of time. Yep. Um, the first game, there were no fights. Um, Vancouver came away with a win in Seattle's home opener the other night. Yeah. Um, 
But it was a pretty even game up to that point. I watched that game. Um, they didn't look that bad, but they just don't have a, a lot of finishers. Seattle yeah. right now, they're yeah. not going to be a, a high scoring team. Yeah, that's what um, kind of what we, we you know we talked about. But yeah, electric building though. Oh, beautiful building. You know the fans have come out. The athletes. I mean, you know some of the other. You know Russell. Uh, Crow. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah. A couple of the stars are coming out. Yeah. So it's great to see, and it's an electric environment. But virtually, it's the battle of BC. I mean, his team's yeah. basically in BC. That you're like you and like you said, like a lot of people don't realize how many like WHA or WHL teams there are as well that yeah. play in that region in the northwest yeah. of the U.S. So it's a pre- there's some pretty good hockey oh, cities yeah. there. Yeah. Um. So it's only a matter of time, and a playoff series would go a big way to, to build that rivalry. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Paul, you got one more audio question for us, bud? Yeah, I think so. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> speaking of hockey cities, let's hop on over to Ottawa for this Ooh. one. Yeah. Hey, guys. Will from Ottawa calling. I got a question regarding the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, after hearing Nikita Kucherov's going to be out for a majority of the season and after losing their uh, pretty incredible third line this offseason, who really stepped up last year in Kucherov's absence, do you think that the core of uh, Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Victor Hedman, and uh, Andre Vasilevsky have what it takes to uh, win the division and contend for another cup? Thanks. Love to hear your reactions. Talk soon. Great question from Will the Insider. Will the, the insider. insider. He's my insider. He's our Ottawa guy. Great buddy of mine from back home. Best buddy. Yeah. Um, always got his finger on the pulse in the NHL. The true insider, I think. So I love it. I love you it. Need Great him, question, The insider. Too. Great question. Unbelievable question. You want to t- you want to start this one off? Yeah, sure. I'm a little worried about the Tampa Bay Lightning yep. right now, to be honest. Yep. Um, like, uh, I don't know if those horses are going to be able to carry the wagon here to, you know, keep them at the top of the division where they should be. You're going to need Alex Kalorn and uh, and Sorelli to be huge right now because when you look at the depth of this team right now, like you said, they lost their third line, and now they just lost their leading scorer. Yep. Um, their depth does not look very good right now. Their third and fourth lines are weaker than they've been in a long, long time. So I would be a little bit worried if I was a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Jess? I I, don't, I think they're going to have to weather this storm, and hopefully Kucherov's not out for very long. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, we mentioned it earlier in the show. It, it is really unfortunate to see what happens, and I know mm-hmm. people out there are going to be like, oh, here we go again. These guys are you know doing the long-term injury thing, but you know he's out, and it doesn't look good, like not – I think Cooper said today it's not going to be as many games as last year, but it's it's going to be quite significant. So it's not day to day. Yeah. Um. I mean, look again. It's still early, but kind of their weakness right now has been Vasilevsky. Yeah. You know, he's been been himself. He's kind of been getting lit up a little bit, letting in some weak goals, whereas usually he's stealing the show. Yeah. Um. But look, I mean, these guys are fresh off of another cup. Mm -hmm. It didn't end that long ago. Um, it's a new makeup of a team. They probably still got to kind of sort it out, whereas before it was just all systems go. Um, but I don't think it's time to panic at all. Look, this team, all they need to do is just get in, whether it's first in the division or yeah. a wild card. Oh, they're they definitely just need to still get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're definitely still at the top yeah. of the division. Um, I'm just a little bit worried about their depth right now looking yeah. at the lineup. But, totally. I mean, yeah, this happens. You know, I mean, they've been, they've been at the top of the division for half a decade right now, so... To be able to maintain that and to come off a cup win like back to back, yeah. I mean, this is it's the cup hangover is is real, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure that they'll be able to bounce back at some point during the season, but they're not off to the greatest start. Yeah. It's kind of. It's I mean, you strange. go out one night, you're pretty hungover. You go out two nights in a row, yeah. 
I mean, and they just did it two years in a row. I know. And, but I did watch the game the other day with uh, Detroit. And yeah. Detroit managed to blow two, three goal leads in the <laughs> same game. So, but that's what Tampa Bay will do to you, man. Like, they're in Detroit, and they're down three goals in the second period. They tie the game, bring it back, and yeah. then they go down three again, 6-3, and they come yeah. back and win it in OT. And, I mean, even right now, you'll watch them. And, uh, you know, I think they were down against the Penguins in the first game of the year. And they just kind of turn it on. They have that ability. Right? Yeah. And uh, maybe they're still trying to figure things out right now. I think the loss of Kucherov obviously is really shaking up that lineup. A bright spot for Tampa, though, is Steven Stamkos. He's fourth in the league in points. Yeah. You know, I think I was... Stammer's fighting for a spot in the Olympic team. Yeah, and I like it because, you know, obviously he's he's had his own injury problems, and it's great to see. I mean, he's got nine points, four goals already. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you know, I think... This team has been so successful because no matter who's on the ice, they they're better than you. <laughs> yeah, like that's true. But they were able to have four lines that were better than everyone yeah, else. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that third and fourth line. And the D line are right just now. a little bit older. I mean, McDonough's is just a little bit older. Um, they lost a couple of those depth guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Hedman's still on fire, seven points already too. Mm-hmm. But look, I don't think it's time to panic. But this is going to be a different team, and they're going to, they're going to have some work to do, I think, this year if they're going to get back there. I still think they can do it, but, um, you know, it's certainly a different makeup of this team. But we're just so used to them dominating everyone. I know. Right? So the, they have a you know a bit of a slow start, and we're like, well, what's going on there? Because we're used to them just annihilating teams. So anyway, great question, though, from the Insider. Yes, thanks, Insider. We look forward to uh, hearing from you in the future as well. We'll be relying on you in the yeah. future, for especially that. <laughs> so, Jess, the first two episodes of the season, we did our Eastern Conference preview. We did our Western Conference preview. We never picked a Stanley Cup champion. So thinking? I'm going to throw a question over to you and Polly here. And back back at me as well. Um, who's going to be in the finals this year, and who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Paul, you want to uh, take this one first? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the clock, Jess. All right. I think I'm, I am Western. all over. I'm a I am all over the Florida Panthers right now. Mm-hmm. I really think this is the year. I love this team. There's something about them that just seems special this mm-hmm. year. Um, I was really, really impressed with them, the way they played against Tampa in that playoffs, and then Tampa ended up annihilating everyone. Um, uh, Man, uh, and they're off to, again, a great start. Uh, Hopefully they can stay healthy, but, you know... I, I I I'm on the I'm on the Panthers, man. I'm they on the Florida good. Panthers. They look real. They look real good. Yep. Everyone's scoring, depth scoring. It's around the board. Good, solid D now, especially now with Ekblad being back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, what's the goalie's name again? The stud Russian Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Just, yeah. It just hit a milestone. What was it like 250 wins or something crazy like that? Um, yeah, I'm all over them. No doubt, no brainer. All right, just Eastern like that. Bang. Conference, you got four. How about the Western Conference? Colorado Avalanche. I'm on the Avalanche. Oh, you're riding the I'm on the Avalanche, you're baby. St- you're still riding the Avs. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you got the Avs and the Panthers, and who's gonna win it? Ooh, I, it didn't the last time the uh, Panthers made it to the final? Didn't they play the Avalanche when they threw all the rats on the ice? Wasn't it against the Avalanche? Well, it might have been. Mm, it's be. a hockey trivia for you. The only problem is I don't have the <laughs> don't answer. Have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Find out next week. Start in two weeks' time. <laughs> Stay uh, tuned. Uh, um, yeah, look, that'd be tough. But I actually, I actually think the depth of the Panthers, and they've got a better decor. I think. Um, 
it's just a matter of if Bobrovsky can step up. But the, the danger of Colorado is if Kempany can, you know, find his game, mm-hmm. then that'll be a tough team. But it'll be a great final. Uh, but if I have to pick one, I mean, I've been saying I'm on the Panthers, so I guess I'll stick with the Panthers. I'm going to ride them, baby. The I'm going to the Panthers. The rats I'm on are rats, baby. <laughs> All right, Polly, what well, do you got? I was pretty much the same, but then I can't go the same. I was thinking Florida as well. So I can't pick Florida now. Uh, you can come with me, Paulie. I, I could. Come on board, I man. I, I never jump on any wagons, though. I never <laughs> jump on any wagon. I'm a non-wagon jumper. Yeah. Why don't we go with uh, a little bit of Carolina. Ooh. The Jerks. And with the Jerks. And uh, the Blues. Oh. St. Louis Blues. The Jerks and the Blues. The jerks and the Blues. Wow. Why not? Okay, Paulie. Why not? Why not? Just the fire shake, take over shake there. Shake things up. <laughs> yeah. Ow, throw it out there. Flaming hot take. Yeah, but yeah, I like that. Carolina's looking good, too. Yeah. 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 I love their team. Freddie I think Anderson they're so deep. Looks back to, you know, top of his game, which scares again. Screw the Leafs, man. If they're healthy, <laughs> dude, this team is yeah. deep. They got four lines that they can roll, yeah. and their, their third pair right now is Tony D'Angelo and Ian Cole. Yeah. So, I mean, they're deep team. Yeah. I like Carolina. That's a great pick, Polly. Yeah. Uh, I was torn between... Um, Boston Bruins and who? <laughs> <laughs> I was torn between Carolina... And the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. That's the show. <laughs> no. And the team I'm going to stick with, who I was high on, is the New York Islanders. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to take bat. the Islanders to come out of the East. And in the Western Conference, I'm going to take a bit of a flyer here. I know they're off to a quick start, so it's not going to sound like a crazy pick. But I'm going to take the Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton wow. I'm taking the Edmonton Oilers. I don't know. I think there's... Is Zach, the year... They, this ain't the year. They look so good right now, you guys. I know they're only five games in. Zach Hyman <laughs> looks like Mario Lemieux alongside a Yeri Curry and Wayne Gretzky right now. Like, I mean, those three guys look like the old Oilers. Yeah. I mean, they're flying. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna take a flyer on those guys. So I got Edmonton and the Islanders going to the finals. That'd be a great final. You're going to put some money down on it? And I'm going to pick the (laughs) Islanders to to win it all. Right. Um, I think it'll come down to their goaltending. I think they're a little bit stronger. Um, Sorokin is on fire. Looking great. Looking great. I got him late in my my, uh, fantasy draft this year, too. Paulie, who'd you pick to win? Oh, uh, I hate the jerks, but I'll say the jerks. Going Carolina. All right. Hurricanes. Okay. All right. We got. uh, Look, one thing I'll say about the Oilers when Tampa Bay. won the cup two years in a row. What happened the year before? They got swept. Remember yeah. they set the all-time best single-season record setting and then year? And the Blue Jackets swept them? And they swept them. Yep. A hugely disappointing year. They yes. come back and, and haven't lost a game since. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's the wake-up call the Oilers needed. It could be. You know? Yeah, it could be. So That'd be great for hockey, man. Oh, it really is. As soon would. as the great one leaves the organization, <laughs> boom. <Yeah. cop>. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Wayne. <laughs> Uh, all right, folks. So that was our third period for tonight. But before we wrap things up, um, we're going to finish off with a little story time yes. from Uncle Paul. Yes. Oh, gosh. Let me get comfortable. I, I'm, I'm going off the book for this one. Oh, off the script. I don't have the book anymore. It's probably in the other room. <laughs> all right. Let's see how this goes. It's far. It is. It's too far to get. I actually don't know where it is anymore. All right. Gather around, children. Andre Richard. Brother of Montreal Canadian legend Maurice Rocket Richard, and a hockey great in his own right, 
is on the cup a record 11 times as a player, while the legendary Scotty Bowman appears on the cup the most for a coach, with nine Stanley Cup wins as a skipper for the Red Wings, Penguins, and the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. I, the, I, I, you know, I got to get that book. This is great. Paul, I love when Paul tells stories about the Habs. I mean, could, yeah. this is incredible. Tina, what a way to kick God, off this the is year. Horrible. I should have proofread this one first. Oh man. Wow. That sucks. Awesome. Thanks. That's a horrible story. Thanks for story time, Paul. You just boosted my spirits for the rest of the night. Um, and before I let you go, guys, and before I let you go, Jess, any um quick forecast for the next two weeks something to look forward to something you see happening in the next couple of weeks weather's something we getting a little bit cooler it was 19 degrees the other oh what oh that, that forecast <laughs> okay sorry i'll let you get that <laughs> uh meteorologist look, paul mcclain yeah 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 yeah. that'd be coming up next <laughs> yeah, hour yeah. cindy day um look i mean i'll stick with the leafs i think they will turn it around i think they will um there's no way matthew stays off the board i mean if anyone saw that overtime clip against the rangers he should have had about four goals in about 30 seconds um, you know, Marner is still Mitch Marner. He can still play. So watch for them to heat up or if not, or, and if they don't, it's just going to be a zombie land in Toronto. It's not going to be a fun time. So I really hope they can turn it around. Um, you know, look for the Oilers to stay hot, man. Look for the Oilers to stay hot and, and watch that power play. It is actually exciting to watch. It's different. It's working like crazy right now. I like them. And, uh, you know, keep your eyes on the Florida Panthers because I'm riding that wave, baby. I'm riding that wave. He's riding it hard, <laughs> folks. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to keep an eye on the, the Detroit Red Wings. A quick start. They're scoring mm. a whole lot of goals. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers, though. I mean, here's a team that we were so down on. Everyone in the world has been down yeah. on these guys, and them, they're three one and one to start the year. And they seem to be really motivated. Like, they're playing really hard for their coach. Um, you know, I read a few articles saying that the team was really motivated because of all the negativity around them and all yeah. the stuff that's going on with them. Well, Eichel. everyone's discounted them, man. Like, I mean, I, I failed them in the offseason. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you know? It's not so, like they're listening. But. So my forecast is to keep an eye on the Buffalo Sabres here because uh, I, think, I think something's going to happen here with Eichel in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope so. I hope so, right? Yeah. Like, we need this guy in the game. We need some closure there. Let's get that over with. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let him get the surgery he wants. Yeah. Buffalo's got to find the right deal here and yeah. get him out. Like, I mean, it's, it's going to become more and more of a, of a distraction as time goes on here. Yeah. So I think the quicker they can deal with that, I mean, if they can, you know, ride out this hot start for a little bit longer to keep surprising teams because it's fun to watch. Yep. It's good to see Buffalo back uh, it is. winning some it games. Is. It is. Good for their fans because it's been a tough, Tough, tough road last few years. It has been. <laughs> All right, folks, that was Across the Pond, and that's a wrap. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group, Wheel Hub Asia, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Yardley Brothers Beer, and, of course, Sunset Studio. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Across the Pond HK. Email us. Send in your comments and questions to the show at any time at acrossthepondhk at gmail.com.